Do you have a tricky work problem that you need to solve? I have a great podcast recommendation for you featuring a pair of expert women. Whether you're just starting your career or a seasoned professional, check out Fixable, a podcast from TED. Hosted by Harvard professor Frances Fry and her wife, leadership coach Ann Morris, the brilliant duo provide honest, actionable advice to help you navigate everything from a gaslighting manager to returning to work after parental leave. They'll leave you feeling empowered and ready to act. Listen to Fixable wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, and welcome to the Bossed Up Podcast, episode 151. I've got a quick boss tip episode for y'all today. I'm going to try to keep it quick, but I actually wanted to take this opportunity to answer a really wonderful question that came in from one of our listeners, Elizabeth. Elizabeth finds herself in a bit of a predicament, having found out that she is one of the most underpaid members of her team, and she's not sure how to deal with it upon finding all this out. Take a listen. My name is Elizabeth, and I'm calling because I have a career conundrum. And I work for a company. Let's, it's a parent company, right? So there's two smaller companies within it. And I got hired for one of the child companies two and a half years ago. And recently, I just switched teams to the other company. So it's a lateral move, and the company just moves basically you entirely over. And I'm really proud of myself. I'm really glad I made the leap when I did. I had um, some you know, not the great culture on the other team. I learned a lot, but it was time for me to move on. And I really feel like it's a better fit anyways with the new team. Um, But that's not my career conundrum. Um, I'm calling because that second company, when I was going through the recruiting process with the internal recruiter, I was told that I had the second lowest salary on my new team. I don't think the recruiter was supposed to be telling me that, but now I have a little bit of transparency. And there's always been a rumor that this other company always pays slightly more than the other. And so here I am with a conundrum because I don't know how to bring this up at, you know, closer towards the end of the year when we're going through the review season and ask basically, you know, like I want to be paid. Um, I feel like I definitely am not the, the newest person on the team. I definitely have a lot of experience, a master's degree. I feel like I should be, you know, an, an appropriate spot would be more in the middle of the pack. But I don't know how to bring it up with my new manager. I don't want to sound greedy, but I also really value career transparency. And I'm also rather aware of that there is such thing as a gender gap. <laughs> and I really don't know how to phrase that with my manager of basically how do I be an advocate for myself without sounding like I'm greedy or that I deserve more. Um, you know, of course I deserve more, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not sure how to phrase it correctly. I'm not sure how to ask. I'm not sure who to talk to, to talk about the fact that possibly that I found out that my salary is lower than others. And I'm not sure how I can move up into the middle of the pack range. So that's kind of my career conundrum. I'm really worried that it will put me in a bad light, even though I know that it's the righteous thing to bring up and make sure that it's discussed because um, it, it's a chance where it, it proves that I might not be paying what I'm worth. Elizabeth, thank you so much for calling in. I can hear the sincerity in your voice. I think we all listening to your question can relate to that feeling of, ugh, I don't want to do this. How do I deal with this? 
I would rather just stay focused on doing my job and doing it damn well, right? <laughs> I can hear that you pride yourself on your performance and it feels icky to ask for more. You're afraid of coming across as greedy, as selfish. And it was almost very telling how you started to talk about you didn't want to come across as if you're worth more. And then you said, I know I'm worth more. And that is what is so hard about negotiation sometimes, especially this kind of retroactive reconciliation form of negotiation. When you find out whether or not you were supposed to, that you're being underpaid. Now, for those of you who are wondering if you're underpaid, I'm going to link to a blog post that one of our favorite trainer team members here at Bossed Up and a frequent Bossed Up Bootcamp presenter wrote for the blog. Her name's Maggie Germano. She's a money coach for women. She actually just debuted her own podcast, The Money Circle Podcast. So search for The Money Circle Podcast and give her a subscribe if you would like to support a brand new podcaster on the scene because I'm a big fan of her and how she breaks down money advice for women. But she wrote a great post for Bossed Up that you might find illuminating called How to Find Out if you're underpaid. Now, granted, Elizabeth, in your case, you heard through the grapevine from this recruiter, you might want to do your due diligence to just confirm that recruiter is in fact correct, which might involve confirming with colleagues who are at your experience level or at what should be your pay grade to see if they'd be willing to share their salary with you. You might couch it by saying, hey, I've you know realized recently that I think I'm actually being underpaid. And as we prepare for our end of year review season, I want to just make sure that I'm on the same, you know, same ballpark as you are, because I consider us peers. Would such and such number sound right to you? Would the mid 90s sound right to you? Would the low 40s sound right to you? If they're not willing to tell you what they're making, at the very least, they can give you the thumbs up or thumbs down. Now, I'm also going to link to all of our negotiation resources at Bossed Up. I have a whole blog post of them where there's tons of podcasts and blogs and all kinds of courses and other materials that I've produced on negotiation to help you prepare for that end of year review. But I want to share a really inspiring story I heard recently that would be helpful in your specific case when it comes to answering your question around what is the language I should use when bringing this up. The big question boils down to whether or not you should address the elephant in the room, which is the discrepancy in pay, the the wage gap that you might be on the receiving end of. A friend of mine who is in the publishing world, I may have told this story briefly on a longer episode of Boss Up recently, but it's worth retelling because there's a really, really handy nugget, a boss tip that we all can learn from this story. She went in to negotiate a promotion. She'd actually been given a promotion that had taken a long time to be delivered in writing. And a colleague of hers had been promoted to the same rank or at that same pay grade about a year and a half prior. So she asked that colleague, who just so happened to be a male colleague, what she should expect in terms of salary when it came to this promotion. Now, he was very willing to be transparent, was a very clear ally when it comes to gender equality in the workplace, and told her explicitly what he was offered and what he accepted when he was given this promotion. Now, interestingly, she was offered a promotion with a pay raise that was far lower, frankly, than what he had been offered when he was offered that promotion. 
So when she went in to discuss the details of her promotion, here's the exact phrasing she used. The manager said to her, here's the offer. What do you think? And she replied by saying, actually, I'm really excited about this promotion. I'm really thrilled that we can move forward in this way. But I think a salary bump of X dollars would be more equitable would be more equitable. And it was almost a signal to those on the other end of the conversation that she knew what other people at that promotion level were making and that they were not offering her the same. Now, did she call them out? No, she was not being super assertive or super aggressive in that conversation. Was she saying, you owe me more money? I can't believe you lowballed me. Was she bringing all her righteous indignation into that conversation? Absolutely not. Whether or not that's fair doesn't really matter here because what served her goals with that particular audience was to be as agreeable and persistently pleasant as possible while asking for more. Now, the word equitable was a pretty loaded word. (laughs) She didn't say fair. She didn't say better. You know, she said equitable. And let me tell you, it's a hell of a word to leverage when you feel like you're being offered something that's not fair. So Elizabeth, when you go into this conversation with your manager at the end of the year, ask for explicitly what you think you should be making compared to your colleagues. And please do not compare it to your master's degree. Do not equate it to your experience level. This is about what you are performing for your employer. What is the role that you are filling and what are other people in that role or in a comparable role making? I'm not sure I agree with your assessment that you should be in the middle of the pack. I'm always one to say, you know, who's doing it better than me? Point point those folks out to me and maybe they should be making more than me, but I'm giving it my all. I feel like I'm one of the top performers here. I should be at the top of the pack, not the middle of the pack. So know that it really doesn't have anything to do with your experience level or your education. It has a hell of a lot more to do with the role you are filling for that employer. If they are willing to spend $85,000 a year on this role when Tom is in the role, then they sure as hell should be willing to spend $85,000 a year for this role when you, Elizabeth, are in this role. So keep in mind, No middle of the pack mentality. Let's drop that mentality for a minute and acknowledge that you are worthy of every single penny that your colleagues are making when they're performing similar or comparable or same level tasks on behalf of the same employer. So my friend, when she used that word, the folks on the other side of the table immediately agreed. And we're like, yep, that's fine. That's fine with us. Okay. (laughs) And she got the impression that they didn't really want to discuss the salary range in any more detail. If that's the case for you, great, roll with it. But if your boss, if your manager says, well, how do you figure? How do you figure that number is more equitable? You might in that moment want to divulge, and this is totally up to you, you might want to divulge that you're aware of the competitive rates for this kind of a position in your industry based on your research, based on internal research here in the organization and externally, this is a competitive salary for this kind of a position. As a way of saying, I know what other people are making 
who are doing my same job. And unless you're putting me on some sort of performance improvement plan, I mean, unless I'm doing my job poorly, this is the going market rate. So you can divulge as much as you want to. I wouldn't go ahead and say, oh, well, the recruiter told me that you are paying this to someone else because they might not even be aware of that. They certainly won't be happy to hear about how you heard about this. But make it clear that you've done your research. This is the competitive rate. That is the going rate here within our institution, our own organization. That's what folks are making. And so I think we have to rectify that. We have to be able to move forward in a sustainable way by rectifying this discrepancy. And when you couch it in those terms, it might ruffle a few feathers. You might be seen as greedy because the world brings all of its unconscious and not so unconscious bias to the table when women dare to ask for more. So understand that you can do everything right here, Elizabeth, and still not get the outcome you want, not because of a lack of trying or a lack of tact, but because other people bring their weird psychological baggage to this when it comes to women and money. It really pisses a lot of people off. Lately, this seems to be a recurring theme in my life. But we cannot change our behavior to accommodate the bullshit, biased world that we're operating in. It has to be quite the other way around. So for anyone needing to rectify a pay discrepancy that you find out you're on the receiving end of the short end of the stick, ask for what would be an equitable salary and let me know how that works for you. Hopefully it'll work just as well as it did for my friend who shared this wonderful boss tip with me to begin with. That's all I have for you today, but keep Boston in pursuit of your purpose. Keep calling in great career conundrums like this one. And thank you, Elizabeth, for sharing so vulnerably and courageously and frankly, something that is so relatable to so many of us. And let's continue to keep Boston together and we'll lift as we climb.